0: Beyond Synth 381 You're listening to Beyond Synth Radio B008.5
1: You're tuned into the best place for awesome music and great chat Beyond Synth is next Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, and today I'm catching up with Yota, because she put out a new album a few months ago, and I thought it would be fun to catch up with her, see what's been going on, and uh, play some tracks from the new album, Room 412, and so we're going to do that very soon. But first,
0: listen to this. Hello, this is God. Beyond Synth is made possible by listeners like you. Today, I would like to personally acknowledge Sarah Buchelman, Tim Carlton, Rachel Buchelman, Alex Seligson, and Mr. Magoo Samurai.
1: And Tiber 83. That's right. I, uh. <laughs> We're like nearing the end of this season and so I was like, should I hire that voice actor again to read like two names? And I've decided not to. So I will just do an impression of him and then I guess I will hire him again in the new year. But the point is, uh, if you enjoy Beyond Synth, please consider supporting on Patreon or on PayPal. There's a PayPal link at beyondsynth.com. It means a lot to me. So look, we're going to be putting out a bunch of shows towards the end of the season. I guess we're in the end of the season now. I have so So many songs that I didn't get to in regular playlists throughout the year, so I'm going to be doing some playlist-heavy episodes that are going to be mostly music, and I'm going to be doing call-ins with Beyoncé supporters and listeners and some guests and some catch-ups and maybe some surprises, so it's going to be a good time. So, you know, normally we go for a break for a few weeks in the new year to retool the show, so this time in December there's going to be a bunch of shows, so you'll have a lot of stuff to listen to. To while the show is on break. And uh, if you're interested in taking part, I did reach out to listeners on Discord and on Patreon. So if you didn't get that message, I will say it here. I'm hopefully going to be recording the listener and supporter conversations next week. That's the week of November the 20th to the 25th or whatever. And then the following week, the last week of November, and then maybe even into the first week of December as well. So if you're interested, Interested in taking part. I understand that if you're watching this episode on YouTube, I'm probably posting this in February, so <laughs> it's too late for you. But for the people who actually listen to the show on SoundCloud and Spotify and everywhere else, you can reach out at BeyondSynth at gmail.com and let me know if you want to participate. These are going to be short little chats, so you know, five to ten minutes, and uh, we can work out a schedule for that. Okay, so look, let's go chat with Yota. I want to listen to a song before we go chat with her, so I want to listen to one of my favorite tracks from Hazy Paradise. This has been on replay. I have a synthwave vocal playlist that I have in the car, and uh, this song's awesome. So let's listen to this track from Hazy Paradise, and then when the song is over, we'll be chatting with Yota all about the new album, Room 412. So this is The Runner by Yota. I'll take a sip of water. Yeah. I made some tea, but it's still too hot. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That was the most disinterested, really, I've ever heard. Yeah,
2: but it's like, okay, don't you have anything else to say? It's like, yeah, sure. Wow. <laughs> it's really? amazing, Andy. It's amazing.
1: Thank wow. you. I'm a pretty amazing guy. Look. Yeah. I'm here right now with Yota catching up. How's it going?
2: Hello. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. The best. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's It's been a while. I don't remember if it was. It's been a while now. It's always like uh, there's always this nice mood talking it must be a year right yeah it must have been uh something like that it was cold I remember that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because it was before the
2: album came out. Yeah, so it wasn't cold. Maybe it was just your presence, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I remember this at all.
2: I remember being at my friend's place in Sweden and I thought it was cold. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's been a while. (laughs) It was before the album.
1: Have you had an exciting year?
2: Very much so. I have to say that uh, the feedback for Room 412 has been really, really amazing. So uh, it's been um, a good year but also like on a personal plan it's been a bit up and down like uh, family related things so it was a bit extreme in the sense that, that uh, music wise it's been like really amazing and it continues it, this sounds like bragging it's not the way I didn't mean it like that but there are <laughs> a lot of I have a lot of like interesting side projects and things like that people reaching out for collaborations people that I really would like to work with so that's really nice but then life is a bit Like on a private plan, like family, there's been some, you know, sickness in the family and things like that. So it's been a bit bizarre. But, but yeah, otherwise, all good.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the way it always works. Like, for me, I never trust when things are going well. Mm-hmm. Part of my personality it's like whenever things seem good, mm-hmm. all I'm doing is waiting for something to go wrong. Yeah. So I'm always, I'm never quite enthusiastic or like super happy because mm-hmm. as soon as I feel like I'm reaching a height, it's just like, ah, something stupid's gonna happen. The fucking tire is gonna shoot off the car, or yeah. the cat's gonna fucking run away or something.
2: Yeah, you're just preparing your. Yourself. you're afraid of, of becoming disappointed that would be a good thing to change actually because I can be like that as well because then w- when will you be happy when will you allow yourself to be happy if you're doing that
1: I think it's sort of a defense mechanism because I think I was disappointed a lot when I was a kid mm-hmm. and so as an adult I just sort of temper any excitement mm-hmm. <laughs> that I might have yeah. to, by just reminding myself "Yeah, don't forget though like uh, <laughs> you know yeah. you don't always get what you want and the shit It always breaks and...
0: Yeah yeah yeah
1: because i just had my birthday in november it's like cold and it gets dark early Mm -hmm. and i always remember as a kid it wasn't as fun as like going to my friends birthdays because they all had birthdays in the summertime yeah or like spring and summer or whatever so you know we could go do fun things and the party could go late because like it was still warm and people could play outside Mm -hmm. and then whenever it's time for like a fucking november birthday it like you know (laughs) gets dark at like five and it's like cold outside
2: yeah anyway i'm born in january so <laughs> There's not much happening in January either, you know, and it's cold. and <laughs> So I think it's all good. I think it's okay. I mean, it's time of the year when not much happens, so it's good that you have a birthday there. I, if you look at it like that instead, like mm, that's, you know.
1: I, I like your positive spin. It's good.
2: Yeah, I am very optimistic. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just chatting
1: uh, a few weeks ago to uh All the Damn Vampires, and we played a few mm-hmm. tracks from that collab you guys did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you ever watch the Terrifier movies?
2: You know, I can't watch horror movies. I really can't. I would love to watch it, but I, I really, really can't. For example, when I watched Twin Peaks, I was like. You know, traumatized years and years after. I, I can't. It's, it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you just can't handle just the the creepy stuff in general.
2: Creepy or scary or like, yeah, exactly. I can't. Is this Bob? Or, what is his name? Bob in the Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's Bob. Know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God! So it's like years and years after when I went to the bathroom at night, I was afraid that he would look back at me. And, you know, in the <laughs> mirror. Yeah, but it was really on the level like, you know, I was afraid to go to the bathroom alone at night. Hmm. You know, that's not, I I understand it's not normal, but this is (laughs) who said that I'm normal? But yeah, so no, I did not watch Terrifier.
1: Okay, yeah, no, because I know they used your track. Mm -hmm. I can't watch those movies, but the difference is Mm. like, I can handle sort of creepy, spooky kind of stuff, Mm. uh, but Terrifier is one of those movies that's just really, really gory. Yeah, I heard that. Like, the deaths are really like over-the-top offensive because I know like that's what they're they're going for is they're trying to push the boundaries of how much gore they can do yeah so that's why i don't watch them (laughs) because like yeah yeah. i read a little synopsis about the way that clown murders people and i'm like no i don't want to see it
2: (laughs) it's quite funny that i have a track in a movie like that right (laughs) because usually i like my vocals are quite like soft and you Mm. know like uh, suggestive and stuff but speaking of which uh, actually there is somebody that has shown interest of using two of my tracks in a movie but it's like really not confirmed and things like that, but they're really interested in using two tracks in one in movie. And do, can you guess what kind of genre it is?
1: Is <laughs> the same thing as another horror film? No. Oh, it's a porn.
2: It's not. It's, it's an erotic movie, but okay. it's like, but it's not a porn. <laughs> I don't know why I said erotic. porn. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah. See even how like, excited I got! Yeah, you were like, oh <laughs> damn! Yes, it's like an erotic movie. <laughs> <laughs> and this makes more sense because you well, know that's my my, yeah, that's fine. my music is kind of like suggestive and like uh, mm. you know uh, dreamy sometimes. So yeah, but then a horror movie that was like I didn't expect that. So when Davy told me that uh, he's like, "Hey, our track has been chosen," you know, in this movie, I was like, "Wow!" You know, was, uh, I was yeah, I thought it was really it's really cool though, really really cool. And it's everywhere, you know, in the cinemas, like in Sweden, all over the world. Yeah. So I'm not talking about Terrifier 2 now.
1: <laughs> well, look. <laughs> How about we, we listen to some music? So today we're doing a catch-up, but we're also going to uh, we'll focus on the new album. I say new. I mean, it's been out for a while, right?
2: Yes, it's been out since a while. It was out on the 30th of June. Yes. So it's been out since a while,
1: yes. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we'll listen to some tracks from this, and then we'll chat, and that's what today is all going to be about. So I would like to listen to this song. It's called Don't Tell Me Why mm-hmm. by Yota. And that was Don't Tell Me Why by Yota from the album Room 412. And I'm here with Yota right now, seeing what's been going on this past year. Sounds like you didn't watch any scary movies. So what do you like, then, if you're not watching spooky films? Porn. Oops. (laughs) Porn.
2: Those no. can get pretty spooky, man. It's a. Yeah, it's true. What I like about porn is the storyline. It's usually very, you know, on high level.
1: I don't think that's a thing they do anymore.
2: They don't. <laughs> I was ironic
1: Dude the internet Ruined everything Because honestly It used to be like Even funny yeah. To like make jokes About porn And be like Oh porn is. Yeah. And then The internet just showed Just how depraved Everyone is And so now Like it's not even Like a funny joke Because it is just Really gross <laughs> Like a lot of it Is just so gross Yeah
2: It is And it's just It's the same All the time Isn't it But yeah Of course I don't think The storylines Were good back In the days either But they were fun. Well no But at least They, they did funny them yeah. Because it's so, such a, like the, key, well, there is a very famous porn in Sweden, like that is like super known old old porn movie. But the storyline and the the actors are so bad, but they're just so off, so it becomes really funny because they're really ba- like literally like reading you know the their lines their lines like it sounds like they're like super stiff and like they're <laughs> really bad actors, and it's just weird. Re- it's just uh, the most weird porn ever they're like running in the fields naked all hairy and stuff but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite funny i have to say that it's funny and it became like a cult porn movie anyway what's it called <laughs> it's called <laughs> fabu jantan fabu yeah, how do you spell yeah, that yeah 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 fabu jantan fabu jantan f uh, a is a Swedish letter. it's an A with two dots Fabo, I can is send it is like it to gen- you. I can send you the link letter <laughs> link later yeah it's a bizarre
1: uh, okay yeah the English translation is come and blow the horn
2: yeah exactly because the story is that whenever somebody blows the horn, all the women become super <laughs> horny or something
1: oh well, there's and like a like well, there's yeah. nudity right on the cover here um let's see yeah. approximately the herding lass is a 1978 swedish pornographic fantasy comedy film yeah the film has gained notoriety in sweden particularly the horn blowing sequence and the masturbation scene where an actress uses a sizable sausage
2: yeah f- it's true it's <laughs> so sick <laughs> yeah it's, it's just so sick it's just so sick yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so sick. But anyway, it's it's a movie that is fun. I mean, I th- I remember once I was invited to a party and this movie was playing in the background in a big big screen on the wall. You know, like this kind of like like a home cinema thing. And the host was dressed as a doctor, mm-hmm. and then he had this movie running in the background, and I thought it was just a weird party, but it was fun. Anyway, no, my favorite <laughs> genre is not porn. <laughs> my favorite genre would be. I, I like love stories or, or like just a interesting story my favorite is the one uh, what is it called blah 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 rewind you know, the one where they go back in time and in forward in time. What is it called? What oh, you mean? come on.
1: <laughs> blah, 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 rewind?
2: Yeah. With Jim Carrey in with this girl. Oh, God, what is it called? I will remember it in a while, but it's like super nice. It's like super interesting story. Oh, um, oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind?
2: Exactly. Why did I say rewind? Exactly. I love that movie.
1: <laughs> I like blah, 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 rewind. That's <it's-> You got the syllables. That's the important part. I
2: I love that movie. I think it's very, very nice. And it's deep and it's interesting. And then I love also like intellectual, like French movies. Now I sound like a movie snob, I'm not. But I really do like the red movies called the Red Movie by Kieslowski, for example. This is an old French movie, but it's very like intellectual where the characters are interesting, where it's kind of like deep. (laughs) So yes, uh, that's my kind of like favorite kind of movie. So when the
1: movies are over, you sit around with a bunch of people wearing black turtlenecks, and you discuss the film and its uh, themes?
0: (laughs) I wish.
2: (laughs) 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 Not, but I remember my ex, he was a real intellectual, and he took me to the movies, and Honestly, we were watching a movie from the 50s or 60s, and it was all in black and white, and it was three hours long, and it was about Jesus or something, I don't remember. (laughs) And it was three hours of watching a black and white movie, and it was a Russian movie, Mm. and there's like nothing happened. It was quite artistic, but there was like nothing happening. But I sat there for three hours because I was was in love with him.
1: Did you fall asleep during Vodka Jesus? Almost. Almost. <laughs> my wife falls asleep, like, <laughs> like, we barely watch movies together anymore. Like, when we were courting, mm-hmm. she just fell asleep during everything. Really? Like, that was just her time to fall asleep was, like, the second a movie was on.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's the thing, because for me, I like paying attention to movies and watching them, so then I would end up watching all these garbage films, yeah. and then I pay attention, and then whenever we watch one of my movies, she falls asleep, and I'm like, wait a second, here, like, I'm paying attention... To all these stupid
0: movies
1: (laughs) I always want to make fun Of any time there's like pretentious Stuff going on when you tell me about People who want to take you to like uh, Old artsy black and white Films like nothing makes me sort of Laugh more than the idea of making them sit Down to some like just hokey science fiction Film or something yeah, or like superhero Movie like oh yes this (laughs) This film you know uh, water Petals on a summer's eve this 1930s Japanese film is pretty good Uh, I'd like you to watch uh, Spider Man 3. Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Today yeah, yeah. we're
1: going to watch Mortal Kombat. You know, <laughs> like just.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a good uh, shift for them. No, no, I remember. If, I mean, it was really interesting to be together with an intellectual. It had good size. We usually, like, every Saturday, we used to bike to uh, the same cafe in Stockholm, and then we would sit there and he would talk.
1: Okay, come on. There was some black turtlenecks involved, right? Uh, There's no way in hell you guys aren't meeting up to the cafe after running. Riding your bike. His
2: friends, his friends, his friends maybe were wearing turtleneck, not him, uh, hmm. but uh, <laughs> but it, he could have, maybe. But he was, uh, he had like a masters in philosophy and religion and blah blah blah. But it was really cool because we were sitting at this cafe and then we would sit there for a few hours and then he would talk to me about different religions and philosophy and it was like, it was, uh, that is a memorable moment. But then, yeah, <laughs> uh, they were. <laughs> other things that were less good. Yeah. But, but anyway, <laughs> I... I <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, listen, yeah. I want to listen to some more music mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's my philosophy, okay? The philosophy of Andy here at Beyond Synth is we like to listen to cool music mm-hmm. So I want to listen to another track I'm trying to think which one we should pick How about Dark Dandy? That's a good one
2: Yeah,
1: it's a sexy one <laughs> is, this, is this one that's going in the movie? Totally, all the time <laughs>
0: So this is uh, this
1: is Dark Dandy by Yota That was Yota with the track Dark Dandy from Room 412. And uh, we're just sitting here talking about intellectuals and Swedish porns. Oh, I have a question. <laughs> Let's fucking talk yeah. about it. What? We have to address this issue, okay? The elephant in the room. Oh, <laughs> what
2: is he going to ask me now? Okay, tell me.
1: Every time on Instagram you post one of these panel images where it's like nine pictures <laughs> that forms a big image, Yeah. I open up my Instagram and I get <laughs> one cube, that is just yeah. your cleavage yeah. or your crotch. Yeah. Those are the two that pop up into my feet.
2: <laughs> it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it it became like a thing because then it's so funny because how people react. It's obviously not me choosing. It's it's the uh, how do you say the it? algorithm? The algorithm. algorithm. Voilà, Come on. The algorithm. The Al- algorithm. Algorithm. Uh, uh, algorithm Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway it's the Instagram algorithm it's not me choosing like you know what let's highlight my crotch or like let's highlight my cleavage but uh, the (laughs) thing is that the reactions have been like uh, and sometimes I didn't understand that the people were commenting on the actually that it was an image of a crotch. They're like, whoa, this is great. Or they say, whoa, this could be the next cover. And I was actually thinking that they were commenting on the entire image, like the big, you know, (laughs) but they were actually... (laughs) So then my friend sent me a message the other day. She's like, just so you know, like they're commenting on the crotch image because that's what appears in their feed. Because I was like, oh, that's really nice, you know. um, (laughs) And somebody was like really upset. They're like, oh... There's no way that this happened that they meant like that it was intentional like mm. I had something to do with that and I was like what so yeah it's uh, I don't know why I don't know why it chooses this.
1: I'm trying to figure it out myself because obviously there is the, if a lot of people click on a particular image, Mm -hmm. then it might go, this image is more popular. So we will show it to other people. Mm -hmm. But then there's also part of me that thinks, no, it knows which one the boobs are and it's purposefully showing it. That's
0: weird. Right. Yeah.
1: Like I know there's other people who will purposefully click on other ones Mm -hmm. to just like go like, okay, I'm going to click on, I'm going to heart the shoulder square, you know, or the boots, Mm -hmm. you know, just, to, to throw the algorithm off and it doesn't work and like when I open up my Instagram that literally is just the only thing that pops up it's just it's just like there's some boobs so every time you post one of these now it always makes me laugh because I just I just get a, just a square of boobs I'm like there there we go <laughs> there we go <laughs> y- Yota's oh, out promoting god. something <laughs> yeah oh
2: god that is so that is so funny but you know what I should try by right? having an Im- image where the boobs are like in the right upper corner or, like in a small corner let's see if Instagram chooses that little high to highlight that one still that square like let's say that you have like six images and they, and in one in like the right corner There's the boobs are like in the there and and uh, let's well you know
1: they, what would be interesting what? do the whole panel mm-hmm. but then where the boobs would be yeah put a different image or like have like the hand so it like covers with the cleavage and then trick it because I wonder if the algorithm goes well the boobs are in the center so that's the one we're going to promote
0: uh, yeah. but then
1: if you actually cover the boobs I wonder if it would still show that center one or if then yeah. it will show the face I bet you
0: mm-hmm.
1: I actually put money on this mm-hmm. you do a nine panel picture but instead of the boobs where the boobs would be you put mm-hmm. just something else in that square mm-hmm. then it will promote your
2: face uh, I bet you I bet you anything yeah 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 it's- Probably like that. I I
1: think so too. That's the hierarchy of what we promote on social media. it Goes boobs. Yeah. <laughs> crotch. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: I've been, I've been. Sometimes I want. I was wondering. I was like, because you know, that's not how it appears in my. You know, when I look at it, of course, I see the entire, like all the images, mm-hmm. like the entire picture. But the thing is that I, sometimes, like, I'm like, oh, so my crotch got like 100 likes. But my face only got like 30 likes or something. And I was like, is it so much more interesting with a crotch than with a face? But <laughs> but in fact, it is that this is the first image people see. And then they just click like on it. I, I assume. Now, I also sure. think,
1: yeah. you know, the rest of society could do their part to not be a bunch of fucking heathens and don't heart the crotch picture. Like, you know, if I go come up with my feed and I just see a fucking crotch, yeah. it's not like, oh, like, uh, you know, like, <laughs>
2: that's not
1: my immediate reaction.
2: Yeah i mean some people i think they just click when they see that like the first image but some people yeah i do i do receive quite a lot of like weird uh, messages sure uh, sometimes they're quite funny <laughs> but uh, i was just thinking about some people that like like the crotch images like wow there's mo- much more interesting than the face image uh, but yeah sometimes i do i did receive some weird uh since hazy paradise and now after each album i do have more fans than than back then you know it started with Hazy Paradise mostly like the big big difference was Hazy Paradise and then it has been just going up because I can check the you know the Spotify statistics Mm -hmm. so but the more fans you get the more it's mostly just beautiful messages which i really really appreciate i'm so happy for that but then you get these weird weird messages as well and you're like oh my god okay so sometimes you just need to report them
1: yes no the yeah you know that's a funny place yeah <laughs> i guess it's different for me it's the weird ones i get are mostly just i think people with uh like mental issues uh yeah. So I don't. I don't get any weird perverted stuff.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I can say. But. but
1: uh, well, don't, don't don't give them any airtime.
2: Yeah. Okay, I won't say anything. Okay, let's go to the next question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just the nature of fucking. Yeah. Being public on the computer, right? You're gonna. Yeah. There's a lot of people that I don't think this is probably my most uh, politically incorrect take, yeah, uh, but yeah. I I think that there's some people who shouldn't have social media accounts on account of their own mental health. Yeah,
0: you know what I, I mean. Think but so. of
1: course, there's no way you could enforce that <laughs> yeah. in, in a yeah. democratic society. But like you know, there's some people who I think it hurts like yeah. they already have a mental illness and social media only makes it worse
2: for them. Yeah, that's totally true. And it, in Sweden, there's this place where you can. Adopt dogs, you know, like yeah. uh, and and when you apply, you need to apply, and then you go to an interview. It's like they're super selective, you know. You need to like show that you're a good, you would be, uh, you know, do good uh, dog owner and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like actually like almost difficult to, to you know, not everybody gets to to adopt a dog. Then which is good, yeah. but then I was just it made me think of the fact that anybody can have children, and I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> you know, anybody can have children, but I, it's just I just thought about it.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing because I also heard that in Sweden there's this magical horn <laughs> that, like, if you blow it, like, it just makes the women horny or something. Like, yeah, is that, yeah, <laughs> right. Is that true?
2: Uh, it's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> So nobody's blowing the horn here now because I need to focus on this. Exactly. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, look, let's listen to another track here. What should we do? Okay. It's between holding on and. I'm not going to pronounce that right what 23 Rue de
2: Bernard Bernardin Uh, 23 Rue de Bernardin it is complicated
1: well let's let's do Holding On then because that's easier for me to say
2: okay (laughs) let's go with Holding
1: On alright let's listen to this and we'll be right back this is uh, this is Holding On by Yota was yota with the track holding on from the album room 412 and we're catching up we're talking about instagram algorithms and cleavage i guess this is a very exciting conversation yeah what is uh what's this album about
2: this album is about a very very uh, strong love story Very intense love story. Room 412 is about everything that happens in a relationship, but with a complicated twist. It's all about love and passion and uh, sadness as well. It's kind of like this kind of impossible love. There's also like you're losing this person, but then you kind of like, then there's this idea of can you get them back? Could love be strong enough to bring somebody else back? from what I call the gates and in the outro. Basically, it's a very passionate uh, album. It's all, very much about passion. It's very much about desire and it's very much about sadness. So there's like, I would say that it's very much all the kind of emotions maximized. It has a a lot of energy in the way I think there is quite a lot of up-tempo tracks in it and especially the vocals are kind of like, it's totally different mood from like Hazy Paradise for example. But I'm thinking that I will go back to a little bit softer, I mean not only but a little bit softer vocal for the next album. We'll see.
1: Who are all the producers on this one? Was there different ones from the last album, or
2: mm-hmm. some of them are the same? But we have on this album the ones that usually always are there. So there's Life, like of course, and then there's Stefan, Stefan who's like Mr. Limelight. I call him Mr. Limelight. He did the uh... Runaway, Limelight, et cetera. Then there's Doos, which is like, you know, Moon Boy and, and many other tracks. And then there is Brandon from Night Drive and he was also on, on Lucid Dreams. And then there's Sergei Lidovsky, which who I never worked with before. There are two, two guys from the States And the rest are from France. Then there's Olivier Visconti, the French guy that I worked with once before, I think. And Tommy 86, or like I said, Tommy 86, Voila! It's like, and his mom didn't like it when I said Tommy eighty six instead of Tommy eighty six. She's a lovely woman, but she's like, I prefer when you call him Tommy eighty six. Wait, anyway, his mom? Yeah, I know his mom. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, uh, Frederic. His real name is Frederic, and Mm. he's a Parisian guy. So we hang out sometimes, and I also got to know his mom, and his mom is like this amazing, really nice woman. So we usually kind of like eat all together together have dinners with uh, the producers if whoever is available and the ones that live in the paris area and then usually his mother is, joins us as well it's true <laughs> i love it yeah but i remember i posted a video on instagram and i said tommy Sacks <laughs> and i thought it was funny but she didn't think that it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> anyway so there's Tommy Eddie on it as well and then yeah so the mostly French but then there's like I said Brandon and Sergey they're in the States Brandon is in Houston and Sergey is in um, I think it's San Francisco well
1: it's cool you remember all this I can't even remember these sorts of details of like my close friends or unless you are you looking at a list or a chart right now (laughs) it's
2: like Uh, no I'm not actually I know most of the producers that I'm working with were friends or became friends except for I don't know Sergei uh, at all. I mean, we talked, obviously, when we worked on the track, but I don't know him personally, but I know the rest, all of them. And Stefan, Mr. Limelight, and, and Deuce are, like, two of my very good friends in Paris, you know? So we're all friends. Voilà. <laughs> That's why. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what was the question? About <laughs> uh, the-, <laughs> the, the producers. Yeah, so there are very many, many different producers. Every time I send out the royalty reports that I received from my manager that my manager receives from the label I send them out to 13 or 14 people that's the total amount of producers that I had on my album since the start so we, we there are a lot of people
1: well, that must be funny you feel like you're a musician and an accountant
2: yeah I am totally and I'm like I had to run after them for invoices I'm like hey you didn't you know and I'm running after them so that I can pay them it's like that you know mm. it doesn't usually doesn't happen right that people do that no but I'm joking, but I'm like, hey, can you send me an invoice? And I say, I cannot hold tabs. You know, I can't hold tabs. You know, I can't do that. So I'm like running up to them. So so I am the accountant. (laughs) But when it comes to production, uh, what happened in Room 412 is that I stepped in quite a lot in arranging that um, some people could mix different tracks so, so that the overall sound would be more or less the same Mm -hmm. and that we would be happy with the overall sound because there were so many different people that used so many different programs and so the tracks were sounding different from each other which was a challenge so I stepped in quite a lot I mean I didn't produce it but I stepped in and I was like okay maybe this person could produce this one or maybe we can change this and that and like we were bouncing so many times back and forth like all the tracks so I listened to it obviously but then there is uh, Laurent Lifelike that listens to all of the tracks and then stefan usually those are the guys that i ask and sometimes those as well so there are like many years <laughs> at least it was, but i had to step in and there was a lot of work on the side you know like that yeah voila <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of an exhausting experience darling but uh yeah we made it well that's it's awesome good, it was all-
1: yeah. That's uh that's what I like to hear. I like to hear a nice story of getting the work done and, and, and producing mm-hmm. an album. It's nice. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think we're both tired today. You're like, oh, yeah. It's like it's like we would, we would have been smoking something. We're like, uh, what's the name of that movie? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, who am I? I don't know. But, but I know this good, you know, porn movie from, in, from Sweden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, from it's the seventies. The, the one so it's piece like, of information oh, I, uh, I still have in my head. Yeah, it's been like two potheads having an interview. <laughs> I'm joking.
1: Well, hey man, uh, the. <laughs> You are right. I don't have a retort here. I am very sleepy. <laughs> hey, well, look, because it's dark, you know, it's dark and it's weird. It's dreary, you know. It's been like raining all day, yeah. and uh, you know that's that's the way it is. How about this? Yes. How about you pick a song? What's a song that you like from this album that we haven't listened to yet?
2: Mm, I like all of them. Otherwise, it wouldn't be. <laughs> but let me choose one. Okay, let's choose Velvet. It's very sexy.
1: Ooh! All right, let's listen to some sexy. Yeah. This is uh, this is velvet. What I, I, I just said. Let's listen to some sexy, and then my sentence stopped. <laughs> I'm not very good at making shows. All right, let's listen to this one. This is uh, purportedly a very sexy track from the album Room 412. This is Velvet by Yota. <laughs> That was Yota with the track Velvet. Ooh, from Room 412. It's an album about love and death. And I'm here with Yota right now. All the way. Are you in France or Sweden right now? Where are you? I'm
2: in Paris, yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, you are there most of the time, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: just you pop over to visit Sweden because you want to eat those meatballs and hear that (laughs) horn.
2: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, let's talk more about sex. It becomes more interesting. Uh, then we will wake up. Yes, uh, I like to go to Sweden with this and, and talk like this and eat Swedish meatballs and run naked in the fields. No, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live in Paris, but I visit Stockholm very often because that's my hometown and my sister lives there and like uh, a lot of my best friends live there and stuff. If I could, I would probably live like half of the time there and half of the time here. But it's just complicated with two different flats and
1: yeah. What's the best time to be in Sweden? If you had to pick six months what are the six months you want to be there?
2: Well, most of the people would say the summer because it's you know it's cold and dark during the winter. But I actually love the winter over there. Ooh, vampire. Yeah, vampire when it snows but it's very beautiful. Christmas time, December is just pure magic. It's like heaven on earth for me if it snows and then everybody has candles at home it's very cozy you have all these Christmas stars decoration it's like it's amazing and as it becomes dark you know the Sun goes down like super early it's like what two o'clock or something at its worst and it's like the Sun goes down I don't know two or three o'clock or something then it's dark but if it is dark and there is snow outside and you have like, it's like a cocooning, like you have your candles lit, you have all this amazing Christmas food and so it's a very cozy time of the year. And the summer is really nice as well. So I I, I would say that December it's amazing and then the entire summer is pretty nice. As well. It's very nice. If you're a tourist, then it's better to visit Sweden during the summer (laughs) so (laughs) now you can leave me alone yeah (laughs) because I'll be there
1: in December and I don't want to see you any of these silly tourists
2: oh I love tourists I, I never understood the thing that people are like oh there's so many tourists you know I mean it's I think it's nice
1: Well, it depends. Like, I agree. Although, I live in, like, a tiny town of 2,000 people. Mm In the last, like, five years or so, the tourist season in the summer has gotten so crazy that, like, I can't even get a tea at, like, Tim Hortons because there's, like, lineups that go out the door and into the parking lot. (laughs) So there is, like, a natural balance of how much tourism is sustainable, you know, like, depending on the size of the city or whatever.
2: Yeah, I understand. Standing in line is not funny. And, yeah, I hate that. I mean, I think Paris is the world's most visited city. I think Paris is number one. I, I think so. So it's full of tourists, of course. What what I like about tourists here, like often, not always, but often is when I can observe the tourists and I can see their enthusiasm mm-hmm. when they're in the city and they be like, you know how you look at something for the first time it's always like the first it like, always the first time is always amazing isn't it I was joking yeah, yeah. it sounded like something else <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> the first time somebody you know when you just arrive in a city and everything is like wow and people are like wow because it's like Paris it's like a dream and, and then you see people ordering you know French food and they're sitting at these uh, cafes and it's like so like and they're like so happy and you can also see like entire families and like the children are like happy not always of course there's the scenario where people are just drained and tired because it's there's if you if you come to Paris and you decide to you're like I'm gonna do all those touristic things like in a in a couple of days and a few days I'm gonna we're gonna do all of it and just forget about it you will be drained you will be in a bad mood your feet will hurt and etc etc so there's also but when you can see the tourists that are like actually enjoying themselves it makes me really happy I know it sounds maybe. Be a bit weird, but it makes me really happy to see that.
1: Yeah, because you're bored. You know, you walk outside and you're like, ah, the Arc de Triomphe. Fuck, I see this every
2: day. Fucking the Louvre. <laughs> I get it. Boring. Yeah, it's because I'm so lonely, you know, so I don't have any friends. So I'm joking. <laughs> there was somebody uh, commenting on, on Facebook the other day that I seemed so lonely, but it was like I was filming myself when I was in the in the bathroom. I mean, in the bathroom, just, you know, washing my hands. And then he said, You seem to be very lonely. And I said, in the bathroom preferably yes I would like to be alone in the bathroom anyway what I wanted to say is that uh, I do uh, love to observe the people like that and the, you know see how they the, their joy basically that's really lovely but of course with that said it's different from where you live when like maybe you, you want to have your coffee and then you, you need to stand in line there. I mean, here in Paris, you can go, just go somewhere else. You can look have thousands and thousands of places to buy coffee at, you know, and you can choose an area that is not so touristic. Yes. The area where I live is not touristic at all. But if you go to the, you know, some other areas, it's just sometimes, of course, too much because I, I hate to stand in line. I can't do that.
1: Well, I won't. So that's the frustrating thing thing is like so I'll walk down yeah I'll see the line up, and then I'm like well fuck this and then I just turn around and I <laughs> just go away yeah
2: yeah you know that I never went up in the Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. I never I mean I live pretty close to the Eiffel Tower I can see it now when I talk to you I can see it from my window but I never went up in the Eiffel Tower because there's always queues yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I just can't stand the queues well when I was in yeah when I was in Toronto yeah
1: I've only ever been in the CN Tower once. Really? Yeah. Like one time my whole life and it was only cuz my because somebody forced you. No, uh one of my teachers in college invited me to lunch and she took me to the What? There's like a restaurant.
2: She invited you for lunch? You were her student? Like it just it was it's a, is this is this a storyline for a porn or uh, not? No. Not sure.
1: It's it is possibly inappropriate, <laughs> but it's not a <laughs> it's not a Anyway, the point is, with there's like a restaurant in like the top of the CN Tower, like that sort of spins, like because it's it's it it rotates. It's like it's called the I think it's just called the rotating restaurant. I don't know if it has like a name. Uh huh. So I have been okay. there once. Yeah. I'm not good with heights
2: Oh you Are you afraid of Yeah 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 uh,
1: Yeah I'm not I'm not I'm bad with heights There's a funny video I don't know if it's on my Instagram uh Where I went to one of those things You know where they harness you And you just jump But you just fall like Two stories Like it's not super high Mm
0: -hmm. But it's Mm -hmm. high
1: enough That like you know it's Mm -hmm. A little scary Even though you're tied To like cables and stuff Yeah And I put the whole video up there And it's just me Just too scared To do the jump And so it just keeps going And I I think I was up there For like 20 minutes I wouldn't jump And then people at the bottom Started like cheering To make me jump And then someone told them My name in the crowd Yeah and so they're like, Andy, but it's like kids. Like, they're making Aww. fun of me because like, I,
0: I
2: couldn't yeah, do it because yeah, I was But you didn't do it. I did. did I did it. do it. Oh!
1: But it's not like those ones where people jump off a fucking cliff or whatever. Like, it's yeah. it's maybe, like, two stories. It's like jumping off, like, a really high third-story roof or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, not a, not a huge fall, but still yeah. enough if you're afraid of heights.
2: But one thing that I never understood is... but well, It's great that you did it, but one thing that I never understood is, like, why... If you are afraid of that, why why do you do that? Why would you like do that?
1: Okay, I wasn't. I to be honest with you, yeah, I didn't know I was going to react that way because mm-hmm. I saw like my wife did it, and I think we were there with somebody else, and they did it, and they did it so easily. And when they were done, they're just like, "Oh yeah, it's fun. You'll like it." I'm like, "Okay," mm-hmm. and then I climbed up there, and the second the harness was on, they're like, "Okay, jump." I'm just like. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like no, I just yeah. I could couldn't yeah. I but I didn't know. Yeah. If I'd known I wouldn't have gone up there cuz I would have I I would have prevented embarrassment, you know? It's
2: <laughs> like Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 no, I understand. <laughs> but uh, it was over. You did it. That's good. I was with the Laurent Leiflake, you know, with, with the, on a Australia. He was touring in Australia and we stayed at a hotel. I think it was, the, it was like the hotel breakfast was on the 60th floor or something. You know, so it was like extremely high. I don't know. I remember this so, is so super high. And there is this floor that was like out of glass. So you could actually see it was the, the restaurant and the way you, you know, you could see down to you know the ground It just is like you were up in the air and it was just class and i'm not afraid of heights but i I, honestly it felt so weird yeah because you know the brain it's like it feels like you're walking on on air like it's so strange it's such weird feeling yes so even I because, because usually I'm not uh, Laurent is uh, he has this uh, how do you say it? fear of heights so he couldn't eat there <laughs> that is how you say it yeah he couldn't eat there he said and I said oh come on but honestly to be honest I thought that it was pretty scary
1: <laughs> well now when I have him on the show he's gonna have to defend yeah. himself here
2: I thought about that ask, ask him ask him that if he has a fear of heights ask him that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well hey look how about we listen to uh, another song <laughs> Yeah. I think uh, Marco played Made this one a few weeks ago uh you made a cover song on here uh-huh yes i did it's your cover of hey little girl that's it
2: yes by ice house
1: yeah so let's listen to that and then we'll keep talking this is uh hey little girl a cover of the ice house song by yota yeah And that was yota with the track hey little girl which is a cover
2: mm-hmm, by ice house
1: are they australian
2: i think they are hold on let me look I it think up th- yeah i gotta I make think sure i so.
1: close this tab from this fucking swedish porn film
2: <laughs> my family
1: walks in like what are you looking at dad <laughs> nothing.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, i think they're australian yes uh, Yes.
1: formed in sydney in 1977 as flowers wow. initially known in their homeland for their pub rock style uh-huh. so what made you do this song
2: it was a uh, laurent's idea actually because laurent made the instrumental on the album so he said you should do it oh. you should do this one and i was like oh yeah okay yes that's a, that's a good idea because it is a, a cool track and he has also he has a an idea of or the upcoming album a cover but I can't remember of course I yeah.
1: can't remember <laughs> that's, that's more fun than saying you can't say see a lot of times you know when people come on here and they've got projects and, yeah
2: yeah yeah I know I know oh
1: I can't say yeah, it's a yeah. secret so it's more interesting if yeah, you just yeah. forgot I, I,
2: I can't remember yeah. I'm sorry but uh, he had a good, really good idea like he said you should do this one it was like, he gave me like two different ideas uh, Yeah, and I was like oh this, both of them were good so I might do another cover on the next one Also like an old classic. Mm. That I do remember. (laughs) Darling, what else do you want to know? Tell me, darling. (laughs) Well,
1: listen. What uh, Now I want to find some uh, pretentious fucking art house film to talk about. Mm. What do you think is considered the most pretentious film? If I type that in. Most pretentious film in history. Wow. The 40, well we got Ranker.com says the 40 most pretentious movies ever made.
2: Could it be something with Woody Allen maybe? I love Woody Allen movies by the way. Tree of Life
1: Mother, you're not supposed to say that anymore. Woody Allen married his adoptive uh, daughter Sun Yi. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah,
2: you're right. But I mean the movies No, I know. Look, I'm not,
1: uh, again there's a lot of um, problematic uh, characters whose work i still enjoy yeah it, i just don't say it out loud So <laughs>
2: like, now that, exactly now if you ask me because you asked me what kind of movies i like i like movies where the characters are like a bit complicated or interesting that there's a depth there's an interesting conversation the dynamic yeah 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 between two two people like in a, on this swedish porn movie it's just amazing yeah. <laughs>
1: See, I like films where uh, like guys have these kind of armored suits with capes, and they punch each other through walls and shoot lasers out of their eyes.
2: Oh, that sounds too complicated. And there's robots for me. and
1: time travel. <laughs> I like time traveling robots. I like uh, what else do I like? <laughs> guys shooting people.
2: I don't know. With <laughs> oh wow, I, that is something I'm totally uninterested in. Like when the, these movies where they just shoot people, mm. and then they, there's usually the sound is so loud. Mm. You know, in the uh, movies, just like bam, bam, bam. No, I hate that. It's so boring. There's nothing more. Boring Listen
1: to you. That. You sound just like Tommy
2: eighty six's mother. <laughs> Yes, I do. And she's a lovely lady. No, she's a great lady. No, but honestly, yeah, I I understand that I sound like, I don't like, but it's just, you know what? It's just boring. (laughs) No, I understand. It is boring.
1: Yeah, like the best ones in history, like action films, there still needs to be a cool story. Yeah. Because even even though I love action movies, Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch I've watched where they're, yeah, they are boring because there's nothing Mm -hmm. tying together Mm -hmm. the stuff. Blade Runner is cool. Most of my favorite films are kind of Hollywood- movies but there's only really like one good one a year Mm -hmm. and then I go man when I was young the movies were so much better Mm -hmm. but really it's because when I was young I got to watch every single movie that was ever made in a short amount of time because you know I'm like you know I'm 16 and I'm getting into watching movies now I have everything from 1995 earlier to watch and so I get to pick all of the best ones from there to be my favorite movies exactly exactly and then now you just have to you know movies come out and they're disappointing and
2: yeah no no no, you're right you're right it's rare that I watch movies these days like if I have some free time I usually choose to do other things and watch movies but like some people are like oh don't you ever watch movies it's rare I should do it more often I I don't anymore, like, I don't.
1: I guess when I was younger, there was just less distractions, so it was so much easier Mm -hmm. to just watch, like, watch movies as a hobby. Mm -hmm. So now Mm -hmm. all I do is I complain about how much everything sucks, but then when I really think about it, I'm not really, really paying attention. Mm -hmm. A movie is almost too much of a commitment now, because they're so long, and all the movies I like, Mm -hmm. like the superhero ones and all that shit, they're all like three hours long now. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I'm all about they gotta start making movies shorter again. Yeah. One hour and twenty minutes, man, it's a perfect amount of time that's enough anything longer than that you have to have a very special film
2: yeah no I agree with you this is like I said when my my ex took me to this super intellectual movie like I said from the (laughs) 60s and it's like about Christ or something like it was very uh, arty it was like super beautiful but like you couldn't understand anything of the storyline and it was like three hours the courting phase
1: is always a fun phase in the relationship because I made my wife watch Doctor Who Uh that's my favorite TV show and I'm and classic Doctor Who which is like completely unwatchable to people who uh-huh. who don't know yeah. uh, you know so you know that's a fun time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> where you can so where you can
1: make a lady pretend yeah. to be interested in the stuff you like. yeah, And then as the relationship goes on, then we stop then pretending. Then find
2: out that they, don't like, they didn't like it at
0: all. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the thing is that this ex actually, through him, I got to know all these intellectual people. And of course, because he hang, was hanging out with these what did you call it? Color?
1: Turtlenecks. turtlenecks. They're all wearing turtlenecks and berets.
2: Some of them, yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, really nice people. And two of them are like really good friends. Uh, still today and uh, one of them he was in Paris and he stayed at my place and as a thanks for so let him stay at my place he took me to the opera but it was the contemporary opera here in Paris mm. and it was like the most bizarre freaking opera ever and it was uh, three hours it was, like super long I don't know how long it was and it was this kind of like it, not a classical opera not at all like a super contemporary mm. and he said yeah this is even difficult for somebody who's used to go to the opera actually because the rhythm was like s- super bizarre everything was just so bizarre trust me and it was yeah, so- not, i trust you because but he, because he's my friend <laughs> mm-hmm. i said his name is richard i said richard <laughs> um, i think i'm gonna maybe we can meet uh you know i'm gonna go to a cafe maybe you could just join me afterwards and he's like yeah yeah sure it wasn't a problem but i i, I I was there for one and a half hours and I couldn't I couldn't stand it. It was just horrible.
1: (laughs) Have you ever watched like okay, the epitome of what you're talking about? It's this modern interpretive dance performance. I think it's on YouTube. It's called Body Remix and there's like another title it's like body variations or something and it's like men and women wrapped in bandages and they have these little like stickers covering their nipples and they move on stage with microphones in their mouths making weird noises and like flailing around with crutches and like metal bars and stuff Uh it's very weird and sexual but also like really funny because of how how weird and like pretentious it is and I'm sure there's like this intellectual audience like watching this going like, oh, Ooh, look at how the look at how the movement conveys this this meaning. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's just like a guy on stage, like whacking a metal rod into a ladder like it's his dink. Like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's like, yeah, they're really like serious and they're like discussing this and it's actually it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It gives them an intellectual orgasm. (laughs) It's so bizarre. You have to send it to me. But yeah, it makes me think of uh, I've been to some theaters as well and watched some plays and it was like, yeah, you know, also like this kind of contemporary stuff. Yeah, it was just so bad.
1: (laughs) There is something funny about it, like the idea that people just take it so seriously.
2: Yeah, there is. It's the same with art. People you know, can stare at a a little dot, you know, Mm -hmm. but this dot is like so special in this painting because it's made by I don't know, whatever, somebody who's, who's so amazingly special and, and interesting and it's just like a black dot or something and then there's like uh, people are analyzing, you know, and taking a few steps back, looking at this piece of art and thinking wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: no it's it is funny to me because I feel like almost like the appreciation of that kind of art is also a performance. Of course,
2: that's more art than art yeah. in itself. <laughs> it's
1: know? like the pretending to yeah. To like it is like you're playing your part as critic. Yeah. Well look mm-hmm. it's been fun to chat. We should probably wrap it up. Let's listen to one more song <laughs> yes. and then we'll wind down. So this was one I really dug. It's called Somebody Else mm-hmm. and uh, let's listen to that man. This is a Somebody Else by Yota. Yota. and that was yota with the track somebody else from the album 412 i've been catching up with yota today we're having fun i'm always a sucker for that note combination the fucking down arrow now i don't know what uh, i just i okay. always love that combination of notes i don't know why yeah makes me happy
2: yeah it's nice it this one is a, a special one because i was done with all the recordings but then I was like we need we need this one and the story when you kind of like split up with the person and then you just tell them that to fuck off (laughs) (laughs) no but anyway I was like I need this one like because it became like it adds to the story but the thing is that we had no time not much time and then the tracks were already like the label was about to send them for mastering so it would really be too late you know so I said to James to my manager was like no no tell tell NRW to stop the mastering we need this track on the album and then I engaged those um, and Stefan to work on one track together because they never did work on one track together for me mm. and this is what they did then and they worked so hard and they worked so fast it was amazing and we made it and I'm happy to hear that you like it that it's you said it's one of your favorites see that's a that's an exciting story right
1: down to the wire you know it sounds like intense Mm -hmm. it's like the end of a mission impossible movie
2: very much and and i was i felt pretty bad for the guys that i I made them work so fast and they were like i could hear that they were a bit tired uh but i was (laughs) like we need this one come on guys sorry sorry and you you guys because it was really a dream to put them to the two of them together actually on a track, which actually uh, I will do with the next one. I have these different ideas of which ones of the producers could work really well together to work together. I even had this idea that I would have Laurent, Lifelike, and Stefan and Ous on one track together. But then I said that to Laurent, and he's like, maybe it's a bit too much, like to have three people. Mm. Like, what am I gonna do? The hi hats? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe. Yeah, that's what he said. So we, we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah. There will be a few of those, I think, on the upcoming album. Anyway, sorry, I'm talking so much. Okay, it's your time, man. That's what catching up with Yota is all about, <laughs> is to hear Yota talk. Yota talk. It was nice, because usually we always, like, this is like a very up-tempo thing. When we talk, it's always like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Today, we sound more like two people that know each other for a while.
1: I guess we are that, right?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> like I mean, like, really, like, that we would have known each other, like, for many years and, you know, stuff like that. Well, when's the first time we chatted? <laughs> we, okay, we go way back. Um, the first time we chatted was a few years ago. It was for Hazy Paradise. It was for Hazy Paradise. It was probably twenty twenty season, probably. But I was thinking more like that if we would know each other, like we would just you know live in the same area. I'm like that though.
1: If I have any superpower, yeah, it's the ability to fast track friendships with people. Yeah. So like you know, if 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 I enjoy talking to a person, then I can sort of like just Mm. bypass the history and just talk to them as I would talk to anybody.
2: You know what? I'm exactly the same way though. It is true. It is true. Because I don't like small.
1: I'll talk and I get bored. Me neither. And so yeah, I get bored. if I meet somebody as as soon as I can tell like, okay, this seems like a fun person, yeah. then I just yeah. I'm just me instantly instead of like
2: fast forward all the boring stuff like yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so what did you do where, where have you been working before and what like all those boring questions that you have to yeah, ask yeah. and this is just fast forward I'm exactly you know what Andy I'm exactly like you there so that's nice okay so that's why it feels like it, that's why we are talking <laughs> to each other like as if we would have been known, known each other for like I don't know forever
1: it might just be my dislike of small talk it's like I just I always even when I meet people for the first first time, I always want to move past that as Mm -hmm. quickly as possible. Me too. And just get to like, let's talk about our similar interests or whatever. But then it doesn't always work because sometimes some people don't appreciate my sense of humor or whatever. And so, and I can tell, like, you know, if you talk to somebody and I make like some weird joke and I can Mm -hmm. instantly go, okay, this person is not keen on me. (laughs) So I just sort of move along.
2: It's so fun when you talk about that, because I was just about to say, and then you said it maybe you're the male version of me and vice versa <laughs>
1: well I'll have to post a picture that's like nine pictures of me and then we'll see which one people end up liking
2: yeah do that which <laughs> Although, I
1: do have a very unremarkable crotch so I feel like that one's gonna get the least amount of hearts it'll just get a bunch of question marks like just like good uh, dude doesn't have a dick or whatever you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the dude without the dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, was it? yeah that was fun no, but the thing is that with the, I, I, I'm behaving exactly like you, where I I will start to joke because it's the worst thing I know is like I just become bored, just like you said. So then I will start to joke, and sometimes I like to joke, but it's not always the right moment.
1: <laughs> That's the problem because some people, it's it's interesting. Like there are some people out there who are like really serious people. Yeah. And I just can't function around people like that. They make me nervous. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm around people like that, they feel like real adults, even though I'm a fucking 42 years old. But yeah. like there's some people who I'll be near. Yeah. And I just feel like, yeah. ooh, they're like a serious person. and I can't imagine what their life is like. Boring. Like that they just walk around and be stern all the time. And Boring
2: that's it i guess but the thing is i don't know maybe you handle it better than me i think i could handle that better but sometimes i kind of let it get to me so sometimes it actually makes me feel down afterwards because it makes me feel like oh they didn't like me and then i feel bad and then it's like because i have this thing that i'm a bit like a dog that i want everybody to like me you know (laughs) (laughs) at some point you just need to you know stop being like that you need to just drop it no, like if you think about it then it's obvious that not everybody will like you and why would like the most boring guy in the area like you he's fucking boring he's you know he will not like you because you're not boring or whatever but <laughs> yeah because I don't think I'm boring I'm like full of like I'm just I mean I'm, I'm not saying that I'm always fun but I, I, I try my best yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I don't like seriousness we're all gonna die one day you know we're gonna walk around <laughs> life. But it's true. You know, we're going to walk around life like being all serious and stuff. And what about then when you're dying? And that's the serious day. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: Yeah. Why why waste it now? Have fun when you can. I say that as a guy who... Like just naps all day and doesn't know what to do with himself. And I told
2: you that's probably because you have maybe have a vitamin D deficiency. You have to fix that.
1: Okay, well, we'll <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the exciting conversation we were having before we hit record. <laughs> right now, we're gonna let the audience <laughs> in on this. That like.
2: Sorry. Before we
1: hit record, we talked about vitamin D, and
2: <laughs> I was, I, you know, I have this thing. I can become quite like like a mom. I'm like, mm. yeah, I was telling you, I was like, you have to check that. Did you have it checked? You're like, no. I was like, you need to do that
1: <laughs> because <laughs> I did. I did say it like that too. <laughs>
2: like, no. <laughs> No, (laughs) need vitamin D. It's important, yeah, darling. It's important because I had. Okay, we're not gonna talk about it, but it can make (laughs) you very tired. Okay, that's all. That's all. I. Well, I'm just tired
1: all the time. Yeah, Uh, but honestly, it's because I just don't get sleep. Me neither. Ever since I had kids, Mm -hmm. I have not slept like a proper night.
2: What? They're not small. Are they still
1: small? No, no, no. Well, because at first, like when you have kids, uh, there's this initial thing where mm-hmm. you just wake up mm-hmm. just for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you just go, if if, you, if the baby makes noise, you wake up. Yeah. If the baby doesn't make noise, you wake you up. Wake up. Yeah, yeah. The ba- you know, like, so it's just a lot of that. Mm. And I never really shook it, so and now we got another kitten. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. And he,
1: uh, the other day, he was, like, peeing in the fucking uh, plants. Oh chow chow chow. So now you, you if if I hear him scuttling around in the bedroom, it's all of a sudden. It's like, oh, son of a bitch! Like, wake up! Is he up, castrated? He's like, not yet. He's a, he's still young. Yeah. Okay. He's like three months old. Like he's still a kitten. It's so much
2: fun. He's hilarious. Looking. He, he like, was. He, so much- I saw the image. You didn't you send me an image of him? He's so beautiful. Yeah. It's. Um, he's amazing. He's such a character. Like you can see it. I mean, I I was just on um, based on picture wow what a personality a beautiful but I don't understand why he's peeing already I don't like that you should talk to him well
1: I think um I don't know maybe he might have like a an infection like it's funny though those cats like mm-hmm. I love flat-faced cats like they're so funny to look at uh, Ah, yeah, yeah they do come with some issues oh I didn't know that and these sneezes and I think they're they're more prone to certain mm-hmm. things like they get colds and stuff because they sneeze a lot mm-hmm. but they're fun I mean like the kittens at first check Chester didn't like him and got really upset, but now they're playing with each other, and Chester's still, he's big now, so he doesn't know... Totally, how to play appropriately with the kitten, so he does kind of punch him pretty hard.
2: oh But
1: uh, <laughs> what's but the name funny. of the kitten? So the kitten is called Johnny gizmo
2: Johnny Gizmo.
1: and he looks like a gizmo. Like you see his face, like it's just it's so funny, oh,
2: adorable, adorable. And Chester, and
1: he's he's the same breed as Chester, like an orange Persian cat, except his face is more extreme.
2: Yeah, it was really has a special face.
1: Yeah, because yeah. his eyes are like next to his nose, like they just see so funny to look
2: yeah, at. <laughs> beautiful, amazing. Amazing, amazing. I don't know. Uh, people have understood that I really, like, love cats. So a lot of people send me pictures of their cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and and I love it. Because it's really, no, I have a very... I just love... I love dogs and cats. And your cat has such a... I mean, he looks so amazing. What a character.
1: Well, they are fun to look at. Like, I will say, yeah. I've still... You know, we've had Chester for, like, over a year. And I'm still not bored of looking at him. Like, he just... Whenever he walks in, it's just... We I just look at him. And his like name at him.
2: is like really nice. He has this, this British upper class name, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sir, <laughs> you know. But it's like my cat. He's, he also has it. He has a, his name is Watson. Mm-hmm. That's also very British, isn't it? Like Watson, he could sit in, a, in the corner with a cigar and a glass of you know whiskey or something.
1: You should take a picture too. <laughs> take a picture of you. Uh-huh. Do the nine panel thing. Uh-huh. Have Watson in the panel, but not in the panel with the boobs or the crotch. But where then? Just maybe to the side, like like uh-huh. a side panel, uh-huh. and then see what the algorithm chooses. If it's got a choice between face, mm-hmm. boobs, crotch, or cat, that'll be an interesting. That's
2: interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I I can do that. I don't know what my fans will think, but if I start to do that on, um, don't like... ever think of your fans. Do what I do. Okay.
1: Actively, never think of what people want. Deliver things that nobody wants or needs, so they get upset with you. Okay. That's the. That's (laughs)
0: Okay, (laughs) I will do that.
2: (laughs) No, you have have a good point. I don't always think about that. I'm just thinking that if I post something and it's like, you know, if I... Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can try.
1: And that's why you can be successful, because you actually consider your career and think about it.
2: (laughs) Actually, I think about what I do, but I don't think about... Like, for example, in interviews and stuff like that, I'm very not... I can say whatever. I mean, I haven't been extreme... But I've still been talking about Swedish porn. Like, I don't know how many times I've mentioned it in this. And I'm referring to, I'm talking about the porn movie, which is kind of like really bizarre one. I don't care. I mean, I could be much more formal. But but it's so boring, right? So why would I? So I don't think I care too much. I I really don't.
1: Well, the bottom line is this, all right? Mm you make lovely music it's a good album people should pick it up from New Retro Wave mm-hmm. room 412 and it's, it's lovely to catch up we'll catch up again when you put something else out
2: it was really nice to catch up really and uh, yes I, I think I will have something new next year obviously not this year <laughs> otherwise I would have to finish in one year yeah but yeah next year
1: for sure well you got what well, you got like a, <laughs> a month and a half or whatever like you can uh, you can do
2: it mm, I, um, yeah, would be. I don't know how the results would be. I, I have. I'm, I'm working on so many, several side projects, very different genres. So this is what I'm doing this year. I mean, I will start with the album, but anyway, I'm talking so much suddenly. Like I have to stop. Sorry for yeah, that. and we're we're here. To,
1: we gotta go. We gotta go. Look at this. You got like all yeah. excited when the when, yeah. <laughs> when I'm gonna wind things down.
2: Yeah. Okay. Th- thanks for having me. Thanks yes, for having me. And you have a
1: lovely day. You too. And uh, keep on being cool, and we will uh, we'll talk soon.
2: We will. Thank you so much for having me.
1: And that was my conversation with Yota. hope you enjoyed that. I always enjoy uh, chatting with her. It's a lot of fun. And now I have to go and uh, do some research on Fabo Faboyantum, or whatever the... <laughs> the fuck that thing was called. Anyways, thanks for listening to the show. Tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best Synthwave chat show there is, and uh, stay tuned, because we're going to be rounding the year out with a ton of music that I want you all to listen to, and it will be fun to hear from uh, you, the the listeners and uh, Patreon supporters of Beyond Synth, and PayPals for that matter. If you guys are listening, don't forget, Synth at gmail.com you've got about a week a week and a half to send me an email if you want to take part in a quick listener chat that'll be on the show and that is all I have to say so you have a lovely day keep being cool and tune in next time to Beyond Synth it's the best Synthwave chat show there is Beyond Synth Radio is produced by Andy Last. Check the show notes for more information on the musicians featured on the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by listeners like you. Consider supporting Beyond Synth at patreon.com slash beyondsynth. Thanks for
0: listening.